welcome. Today is Sunday, March 28, 2021, and we want to thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed our last podcast, The Hand of God by Sister Yuda. If you still haven't heard it, I encourage you to give it a listen. I am Sister Noelia, and I want to express that we do this podcast for the love of God. We will never ask for a donation because we want the integrity of the Lord's message to remain pure. We like to thank our music support by GospelRiver.com, as well as some of the independent artists who have contributed to our programs. You can find us here on the Royal Kingdoms podcast, here on Podbean, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Listening Notes in LA, and FM Player. Please download it and share it. The goal of our podcast is for you to consider the message of the Lord God Almighty. His time is at hand, and we must draw closer to Him and consider His commands and to abide in His will over our lives. Let's please pause and pray the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, but forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Please lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. We like to thank GospelRiver.com for the following. What a friend we have in Jesus.
Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What a friend we have in Jesus. Thank you, gospelriver.com, for that song. Okay, this marks our 22nd podcast, and there's a lot in store for you listeners this week, here the week of Holy Week. We will be offering a mini-series of podcasts during this week, beginning tomorrow, Monday 29, 2021, and continuing over Holy Week. You will have to listen in on Monday to get the update on when the next podcast during Holy Week will, will air. As for today, I'm also excited because we have a special guest today. Our very own Sister Yuda will be joining us here later in the studio of Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio. And we are going to talk about today, initiative. But before she joins us, I want us to look at Jonah. You know, the one who ran from God's request to go to Nineveh. Ultimately, the Lord decides our destiny. He offers us a way out of darkness, but if we don't use this option, then he will decide our fate for us. And Jonah, who was a deep believer in God, ultimately decides to do what is requested by the Almighty God and go to preach to save the entire town of Nineveh. Finally, the Lord's will is accomplished, but Jonah is bitter. He believes God was too, was too merciful. Here is a good example of how merciful our Lord God is. His patience, even a man seeking the Lord, cannot determine the faith of the Lord's people. Hallelujah. Only God himself. The Lord considers our plea, cry, humility, and then he rises to act. His holy call, while... A human man can never understand the Lord's way. The Lord's ways are not always by our own understanding. They are by His. Hallelujah. Therefore, it takes our initiative to move in His direction. But in that effort, we are demonstrating our sincerity and yielding to God's way as are trying to understand Him and consider His ways over our own. But in this sense, it is always up to our Lord God in the way He decides to remove judgment for our inequities. If a whole nation has a law in place to understand or to allow destruction or death over their people or the innocent, these are strongholds where darkness is bearing down on that nation. If these people don't turn and seek God in repentance, they will perish because they are acting on their own will and not by the direction under God's will. So the enemy can come to destroy because the people have shunned the Lord God's guidance and power to defend his people. So going back to Nineveh, that entire town, including the king, began fasting. They put on sackcloth. They put on sackcloth because they were shamed for their sins and ashes, and they wore this in front of the Lord God. They were coming to him sincerely, remorseful, and they were pleading with him to please consider their repentance. So the Lord being merciful saw their works, which turned them from evil 
their evil ways, and he relented from disaster that he had said he would bring on them to pardon them. It is always God's will that we reflect on our sinful ways and repent and turn to him, but ultimately it's God's decision for a final outcome. Nonetheless, our Lord always shows us compassion, even in our own despair, as he showed Jonah. As Jonah, he requested the Lord to remove him from his life in this world. Those decisions are deep within the Lord. The Lord offers us hope in our hopelessness and takes away the profound decision over our lives as we surrender to him. Our God lays in his hands. He lays in his hands our life, and our lives lay in his hands. And in his hands is the life, and in death the Lord is mighty, and it's his great pleasure to pardon us when he chooses and to place our soul where it should go in our fleshly death. But in Jonah's case, it was not his time, according to the will of God. What a great relief knowing our burdens lay on God's shoulder through Yeshua HaMashiach. Praise you, mighty King. Praise you, Lord Almighty God, to the highest. Hallelujah. So right now, I want you to turn. Uh, I want to show you two passages of Jonah. One and two and it goes from here. It says, then Jonah, this is when Jonah was sitting in the belly of the well. You remember he was refusing God's request and he went to go hide. And But the first thing he did was when he was seeing that the Lord was not going to give up on him, he went, the Lord took him from the ocean that he was thrown into and he tried to save his life. So yeah, he used a whale to save Jonah's life. And in this case, he was sitting in his belly, the belly of the whale. And then Jonah prayed to the Lord, his God, from the fish's belly. And he said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction. And he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol, I cried. So the Sheroles are the pains of death. It is like darkness, okay? It's basically very hellish-like. And you heard my voice, for you cast me into the deep and into the heart of the seas, and the, flood, the floods surrounded me. All your billows and your waves passed over me. Then I said, I've been cast out of your sight, yet I look again toward your holy temple. The waters surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Weeds were trapped around my head, and I went into the moorings of the mountains. The earth with its bars closed behind me forever, yet you have brought me up my life from the pit. O Lord, my God, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer went up to you into your holy temple. Those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pray, I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. 
So he's telling you in this prayer that he has requested, he has given up everything. All he cares about is being well with God. All he cared about was leaving all the idols of the land, which are fleshly things, uh, things that you cling to, buildings, places. He didn't care about any of that. Jonah had the wisdom and knowledge of understanding who the living God was. He feared him. And God knew this. But it brings us to another point. One of the things that Jonah did is that he was angry at God. Because first of all, God requested him to go to Nineveh. But Jonah was intelligent with wisdom, knowing that God would solve this problem. That he would solve the problem of these people. But that is not the purpose the purpose that the Lord chose Jonah was he was motivating him, moving him to do an extension of the kingdom of God. And in the end, um, the Lord came through because the people of Nineveh came through. So God said, okay, fine. I'm going to forgive and pardon this, this town and I will not bring judgment over it. But Jonah was bitter because he thought that he should have punished them in some kind of capacity or been a little bit more stricter with them. But this is where we kind of start to define God's ways and our ways. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this. We're going to um, invite uh, Sister Yira into the studio here shortly. And we're going to embark on this uh, conversation together. All right. So if you'll just wait for a moment, we're going to have Sister Yira join us. Well, we have here live in our studio, Sister Yira. Thank you for joining us today, Sister Yira. Thank you, Sister Noelia. Hello to all, and God bless you all. Well, today we're joining you together on our 22nd podcast episode, and we're talking about initiative today. Uh, you covered a few points in the hand of God last week. Would you like to elaborate a bit uh, on the last podcast that you gave us? Yes. Well, as you know, brothers and sisters, there was a lot of stuff being said about letting ourselves be molded by the hand of God and primarily the fact of making ourselves humble, humbling ourselves in front of God. I think it's absolutely essential and necessary in order to live the way God wants us to live. I agree with you so much. Thank you so much for this blessing of a message. I want to, to elaborate a bit because I really have never given my testimony before, but I'm going to just kind of keep it uh, to a minimum. But in uh, the, the Father is the potter and we are the clay. And I'm going to read for to you right now before I, I mention this. I want you to turn to Isaiah 16.10, and here it says, And it shall be when you show this people all these words, and they say to you, Why has the Lord pronounced all of these great disasters against us? Or what is our inequity, or what is our sin that we have committed against the Lord God? Then you shall say to them, 
And I will say to you today, brethren, because your fathers have forsaken me, says the Lord, they have walked after other gods and have served them and worshiped them and have forsaken me and not kept my laws. Now, you remember that uh, Jonah, he has surrendered everything, including the idols, the idols of the land. This is what the Lord is talking about. These are, these are the things that keep us tied to Satan. These evil deeds, the secret places, the, the acts of sins that we do on a daily basis. The Lord wants us to turn away from that. Yes. So this is one of the things that um, I wanted to point out. And then the second part of it, of 16, is the 19. Let's go to 16, 19, Isaiah. And it says, O Lord, my strength and my fortress, my refuge in the day of affliction, the gentles shall come to you from the ends of the earth and say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, worthlessness and unprofitable things, Will a man make gods for himself, which are not gods? Therefore, behold, I will this once cause them to know, I will cause them to know my hand, my might, and they shall know that my name is the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's one of the things that we, that sister was talking about in the hand of God, the outstretched hand of God just like the outstretched hand of God in Jonah. He was there. He was there. He has his ways, but ultimately he is waiting on our initiative. Yes. Now I'm going to go back one second more, if you'll just be a little patient with me. But the Lord God Almighty in 2014 slayed me with the Holy Spirit. And he did this. Because he came to me and told me, Jeremiah 18. And when I read Jeremiah 18, he was asking me if I will allow him to remold me in his hand. This is one of the things that Sister Yuda is pointing to today. So the father is the potter. And my rebirth in the Holy Spirit came to me in late 2014 with the Lord calling me to Jeremiah 18 where he was asking me to allow him to remold me, I was taken back profoundly. And I said, yes, absolutely yes. Because I was Hallelujah. in total dismay. I was, in, I was totally far away from the Lord, as far as you can get. And um, so that's where we're at today. You know, we have to watch about speaking lies, and no one calls them out. So the inequity is coming to face the wrong paths. That's what we're talking about today. You know, and um, Jonah, when he went to the town uh, Nineveh, they had sin all around them. Everyone, in, uh, including the animals, everyone was in sin, covered in sin. And it's, a lot of times people think, well, I'm a good person, right? And yes. I'm fine, you know, I'm, I'm good, I give to charity, I do good things in life, I'm very polite, I'm politically polite, but these are things that are seen by men, Yes. and they're observed by men, don't you agree? 
Exactly. You want to elaborate? Well, as we know, first is believing in God, because it doesn't matter what amount of things we do or what we do, the salvation is only in the Lord through the finished work that he did at the cross by dying for the sinners and the resurrection that he did, by dying and resurrecting for everyone that believes in him now. Well, that is a new change, sister, in the New Testament. Exactly. And Jonah was in the Old Testament, but the message is still the same. Exactly, Repent and come to me. Repent and come to me, children. Yes. You know, the only thing that is different is that, you know, the Lord, he sent men. And he put a lot of faith in them, like, you know, King Solomon, King David, Moses. Uh, but unfortunately, we are, we are um, subject to the evil spirit that flows among us, that it always kind of twists our mind, it can twist our hearts, it can make us it do... It tries. It yeah. tries, but, you know, as we walk with God, we have to resist these old ways, the sinful ways of the land. But unfortunately, some people, it's just like, you know, trying to give up addictions. It's difficult, very difficult to do that. And so the Lord knew this, and this is why he presented us with Jesus. And we're going to be covering a lot of the steps that Jesus did this holy week. Uh, I know that you're going to probably try to join us with music and and some sermons uh, this week. So you guys have lots to look forward to. This is going to be a beautiful week, uh, walking with the steps of God this holy week. Uh, We're excited. Um, but again, you're saying in the New Testament, the Lord extended his hand through Jesus. Yes. Because no human, no human man could stand in righteousness. So the Lord brought us Jesus. Exactly. That is why, you know, he was innocent. He resisted the devil. Exactly. He was able to restore everything for us to be able to stand in the righteousness of God. Thanks to him. Thanks to God. But uh, what I see a lot is a tendency these years on only focusing on, you know, when you look at the scripture of Isaiah where it says, your works are filthy rags. The Lord says that to us. That's why, that's where we go into the new covenant and we see that with the Lord's righteousness, with what he did at the cross, those are the real good works. He is the primary one. He is the first one that does the first justice. And then we follow him. And so basically, when we are looking at all of this, this is important that we know that it is through him that whatever we do is going to stand in righteousness. First, through the faith in him. But as I said, what's happening is that in these years, in the recent years, I see a lot of focus only on that, solely on that, in order to justify that people can do whatever they want. And that is not the gospel because the Lord is saying that he has done this for us, but he also expects us to, by being based in the faith in him, also do his commandments. So it's not just stay on what he what he did. It's not just stay on that. It is that that is necessary, and it's also necessary to follow him, to listen to Amen. him, 
do what he's asking us. In other words, he is a strong fountain. And he's saying, don't just stay with the filthy rags of your works. Because now I have died for you. And now your good works have to be washed in me. You have to take that action of faith and move forward, following the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, I, I agree with you. A lot of times people carry their um, their crutch around with a bag of sins. And they'll say, uh, well, I, I'm still a sinner. I've done this. Even though they have repented to God, even though they have humbled themselves before God, they do not leave the old man behind and they kind of carry it with them and it's like a burden that you're carrying with you when you carry that the lord did it all on the cross for us to lay it right on his feet and he washed it away with his own blood exactly so that's the that's the other thing but i want to go back a little bit to jonah because the people jonah was resisting god he was not listening to him his call to go to Nineveh, and the Lord pursued him. The Lord will pursue us when he knows we know who he is. You know, sometimes people say, well, I don't hear God. I don't see God. I don't get this feeling about God. Well, maybe it's because you have not even ever considered trying to know him. That is the first attempt. The Lord is a merciful God, but he's also a God that has given us the opportunity of freedom. He is not like Satan. Satan is at every corner waiting for us at every living day, trying to capture a situation to make us guilty in front of God. And this is something that everyone must acknowledge and start to battle with this because if you just res if you just say, well, I'm going to ignore this, it's not going to be ignored because this persecutor is going to continue to persecute. Now, is it to say that you come to God and you won't be going through any uh, afflictions or persecutions still? Probably going to be going through more. But only the difference is now you're going through it with the living God, the, the creator of all. Exactly. And it's way, way, way more beneficial to every soul, every human to take the hand of God and allow him to maneuver us through this. Just as he did in the sea when he had the apostles there and he calmed the seas for them. You know, it's the same idea. But he also calmed the seas for Jonah because Jonah got casted into the sea by the sailors because they were in fear that they were going to be destroyed the whole ship that they were on. So he, yes. they threw him into the sea and Jonah thinking, okay, I'm, I'm done. I don't have to worry about God anymore because I'm in the sea and so be it. But God came with a whale and he scooped him up and he put him in that belly to protect him from all of the waters and the torment of the ocean waves. And he kept him there. And finally, Jonah cried out to him, as I just read you this prayer. And so it is to say that he acknowledged, he knows, he knew who God was. And so God says, okay, yes, you are that Jonah. But still, by the way, I'm going to still hold you to this. 
I still want you to do this mission. I still want you to talk to my people. The problem that we had in, uh, in, the, in the message is that everything came out beautifully, but Jonah was bitter in the end to the point that he wanted the Lord to remove him from this earth. Yes. What do you think about that, sister? <laughs> I think it's... I don't know exactly the reason why he was like that, but... Uh, yeah. I think he was frustrated. Yeah, he was very frustrated. And I think he was also... Um, he was trying to intercede as God in some ways because he wanted judgment over the people. Maybe he got identified finally with the judgment of God and then when there was a change... I mean, I think in general we observe that the, that this man was not initially flexible to the commandment of God, to what the Lord had commanded him to do. And then once he decided to obey God, then he also got stuck on the fact that God changed his idea about the people of Nineveh. Yeah. And yeah, I think it was maybe a lack of flexibility, what happened with this man, generally, in his yes. character, in his heart. But ultimately, God had the last say, and ultimately God said, no, you're of going course. to remain, of course. And, and these people are going to be forgiven, and, you know, and I'm going to go at it my way. And that is the way, that is the fine line that we have to be careful with, because our ways are not of God's. Our thinking is not of God's. He is... He can be merciful, and he can also throw judgment. He can throw judgment on a nation. He yes. can bring the whole nation to their knees if he wants. That's what the people don't understand, that God is, he is the ultimate of the law. It's not just about the laws of this land. I mean, the laws of the land, yes, you should abide by the laws that comply to your region where you live but ultimately ultimately what is more powerful than those laws are the laws of god yes and if we ignore those laws well we're going to find ourselves in this kind of a battle with satan coming and and fighting our people with no help from god exactly but in this case he sent jonah and jonah was there and the people after 40 days, 40 days of repenting and fasting and sackcloth and, and, sack and ashes, the Lord says, okay, you guys have decided that you really want salvation. That's what salvation means to God. It doesn't mean lip service. It doesn't mean uh, we just go on Sundays and say amen and hallelujah. It means that every single day we are living with God in our hearts and we are considering every action we do on this earth exactly. for the benefit of right. our, ourself, but mostly that it aligns with the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, this has been a, a really incredible um, uh sermon today and it's great to have you here today uh, sister Yura do you have more things to to share with us well basically it's all revolving around being humble in front of God and sometimes we are really covered maybe we are very covered with a lot with a lot of darkness sorry 
from past years or old habits. And sometimes when we are trying to change, we may experience a resistance in our flesh and we could be being hard-headed in our, in our old ways of being or seeing things or seeing our circumstances. And keep and stuck in our own ways, as you mentioned, because that's... This book keeps us stuck. I think that that's what was happening with Jonah. He was being stuck in his ways of, you know, this is the way it's got to be, you know. If I'm yes. going to get involved, it's going to go like this. Yes, I say sometimes we suffer a lot because we uh, stay in that hard-headedness. And I think it's very important that we humble ourselves under God's hand asking him to help us by removing our old ways and giving us the fruit of the Holy Spirit in replacement of each one of those old ways or sins or tendencies or habits in our flesh. And then it's very important to thank him. It's not to be on a race asking, asking. It is very important as the Apostle Paul tells us in Philippians about thanking the Lord for those fruits of the Holy Spirit by believing, as the Lord says also in the Gospel, pray believing that you have received it and it will come to you. So we thank Him believing that we have received them and also ultimately taking the proper action that the Lord leads us to do. We have to move in alignment with God and not just pray, believe, and just stay with that and not do anything. We have to take the action fully here in the land, as the Lord is asking us. Amen. Hallelujah. I really believe that um, this is what the Lord is seeking in every one of us at this moment in this world right now. That's one of the things I, I, I just did a recent podcast about the unity of God, that we have to unite in the body of Christ. And it is very important that, that we individually have to do the work, ultimately. But in this topic we're talking about today with Jonah, it took the whole city to do it together. So just think about that. If we go little city by little community by little community in all of the world, just think about how we're going to be changing the way that our villages and our cities are going to be remolded in God. It just takes a little bit, little by little, over time, more people adding to this equation. We can ultimately have a miraculous miracle coming on this earth and things changing for the benefit of the kingdom of God. But this time with God as the head leading us and doing, he is acting against our enemy, not we cowering down in fear, scrambling and racing around like we don't know what to do because we're in fear and we're seeing the changes that are hurting our communities and our nations at this moment. Instead, we're gonna be secure, set in place in God and still in him because he's going to do it the rest of the way. And the outcome is ultimately his desire, but he gives us the ability to make the choice. 
Yes. So we go back to the initiative, and the initiative is the initiative is calling in the strength of God and really firmly believing in Him. Yes. And to allow Him to carry us the rest of the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, exactly. And persevering, persevering in following the Lord, staying in the faith, being diligent. We ask Him for all these fruits of the Holy Spirit and stay in that perseverance. And we ask for perseverance, of course, too. Anything that we ask that is according to the will of God, if we study the Word of God and really take it in with our hearts, we will understand what the will of God is. So it's about not getting discouraged, even if there is a lot of obstacles inside us, because the Lord will, He will help us to do what is right. Amen. Amen. So we thank you for being with us today. We look forward to seeing you tomorrow because we're going to do another podcast tomorrow. Thank you tomorrow, too, sister. And we're going to uh, be, be embarking on the path of Christ, uh, leading him up to his uh, sacrifice and resurrection. This is a, a, a very important uh, event in all of human history. Yes. And we want Hallelujah. you to join us. And we thank you for being part of our podcast today. We want to thank um, gospelriver.com for the following amazing grace. And we hope that you have a wonderful, blessed day today. And we will see you tomorrow. Yes. God bless you. Take care. been listening to Fruit of Thy Spirit Radio on the Royal Kingdoms Podcast here on Podbeans. You can catch us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Listening Notes in LA and FM Player. Please join us tomorrow on March the 29, 2021. We'll be following up Holy Week with other podcasts for the Blessed Holy Week. Thank you again and see you tomorrow.